He's kind of a cedar. Yep, I'm recording my podcast. He's a cedar. First one. You're listening to Table for Two Podcast with Bailey and The lady's Sam. like, ma'am, you need to sit down. Grab a glass and take a seat. Can, Can I just get another sugar room? Okay. <laughs> I, okay, my roots are so bad. I love that we have a hair appointment on the same day. Um, my roots are literally down to my ankles, so <laughs> let's not even compare. I don't know if it's like my short hair, but I just feel like my hair is growing faster now. Like it's longer now, and so I feel like I have to keep up with it. And I'm not trying to be high maintenance. I'm trying to go like maybe four times a year. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's what I live by and it works well for me. But also sometimes I look like a, a dog that needs a haircut. So yeah, <laughs> you sure. never looked like that. I think that like when you have extensions, it's nearly mm-hmm. impossible to go only four times oh. a year. Mm-hmm. But now that I don't have them, I just feel like I'm still going every two months to get like highlights and stuff. But I think it's because my hair is growing fast. Yeah, Probably because I have your hair platinum, is so fast. platinum blonde next to my black roots. But no, it literally is longer now. Like I can't believe it. My hair it used to grow a half an inch every six years, and now it grew a half an inch in two months. Like, why do you think? I have no idea. Like it I, was, I need to it, know the secrets. Are you eating I have something? no idea. No. It was, I remember it like touching my like shoulder or my collarbone and it's literally down to here. That is Not crazy. that anybody that's listening can see what down <laughs> like, to okay, here. Okay, I'm trying to imagine. <laughs> means, but you'll see it in my wow. next post. Um, I'm going to borrow your vitamins. <laughs> I'll give you my tips. Love also, it. Gabe and I have been watching Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. I did. I literally held off so long on watching it because I was like, mm-hmm. it's like an like an in the olden times. I just felt like mm-hmm. it wasn't my vibe. I mm-hmm. watched it and I literally watched the entire season twice in five days. I watched the first episode and I was like, this sucks. I can't believe Sarah likes it. Like, <laughs> what is she thinking? And then I watched the second episode and I was like, okay, this is a little bit better. And then uh-huh. I think once it was like the third episode, I was like, I'm hooked. And then like, they're pretty long episodes, like uh-huh. a little bit over an hour. And I just kept watching them out over and over. Uh, wait, so, so have good. you finished it yet or no? No, no, no. Don't tell me anything. <laughs> I just watched the one where they got married and then yeah. oh yeah you're gonna get some, some good stuff you watched like when they actually got married yeah and like whatever one was after that I wasn't gonna really mention it because I feel like the one after that is a <laughs> full porno yeah, and I is. don't mm-hmm. no it is I don't know how they film that they are I know, naked I think about oh. that too I'm worried I'm worried <laughs> I don't know how they do it that's weird I know it is so weird to think about I, we actually talked about that when we were watching it because I made my roommates watch it. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, like, what is happening? Because do you know how many people are probably in that room? And, yeah. and like, like, where are the body parts? But no, besides the fact of like everyone else is in the room, like they have to be... <laughs> you're literally rubbing up against yes, yeah. they're literally rub like it's not like they're in an aggressive makeout scene like they are fully naked in front of all of these people and it's not like one one take you know they're yeah. humping 
for a few <laughs> takes, you know? They are. They have to be. Yeah. It's t- like for a few takes, but it's a really good show. Other than that, love it. Yeah, it's really good. I love it. I was totally addicted. I, I finished it so fast. Speaking of shows, tell me you've watched Selling Sunset. I haven't. Oh. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is the best show. I, like, that's the best show I've seen in a really long time. Really? Best show ever. And I am not kidding. It literally made me want to go into real estate. Like, I don't know if it's my calling. I don't know what it Uh is. But, like, and obviously it's not that easy. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I want to be a real estate agent. And then you do it and you're selling all of these homes. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty much this group of girls and they work for really good brokerage in sun like on sunset Mm -hmm. in the hollywood hills and they are literally selling like 44 million dollar homes and they're the commission on them is one million dollars or five hundred and fifty thousand dollar commissions on these homes and that's just one home and they sell like 30 a year and they're like nice looking women i mean granted that is like the top of the top but i just feel like real estate I don't know. It might be something good to go into. And I know this girl and I was talking to her about it because she actually just got into it. And she was like, yeah, like all you do is you can either do the course online or you can buy the book and, and you study however long it takes you. And she was like, I literally just busted my ass for two weeks, read everything, studied day in and day out for two weeks, took the test and passed it. And then she was like, I got into a brokerage and now like you could do that like in a two week span. I think that's the craziest part. Yeah, I actually just, I follow this girl who is like a small YouTuber and she did the exact same thing and she just passed hers and I like, I just hear so much about it. Like I do think it's one of those things, um, people say like, oh, it can make a lot of money, but then people also Mm -hmm. say like, it's, it's hard to be a real estate agent. Like it's not as easy as people make it seem, Mm -hmm. but I, I am literally the same way. I feel like I, I would love it. Like I think it would be really fun. (laughs) I feel like we're the same. I know. Goes and gets the book. Together? Yeah. I'm down. I think there's nothing wrong with doing it. Same. I've been thinking about it too. I mean, I think it's just something else to like add to it. Yeah. Our life. I love it. I think that would be so fun. Should we start an LLC and do it together? (laughs) Selling Sunset. Table for two. (laughs) Selling Sunset. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I feel like it would be harder if we went in on it together just because I think the licenses are different but honestly I'm down like we could study at the same time and do it no I we're psycho I I think we're mentally ill because we always get these ideas and then we do it I know I feel like I literally go through spurts and it's like I want to do 500 million things and Mm -hmm. it's actually kind of like my worst uh no it's like my best trait but it's also my worst trait because I feel like Mm -hmm. I start a lot of things and if mm-hmm. I don't hold myself accountable, like I start a huge project and then it's just, I don't ever finish it. Not always, but I think it's a bad habit I have. Like I get super inspired and I'm like, I literally want to be a real estate agent. I mm-hmm. want to be a I do like, the same thing. pilot. I want to be a brand <laughs> manager. I want to be a personal, a virtual personal assistant. I want to <laughs> like do all of these things. You know what I mean? And then I am the exact same way. And I don't know if it's like, a time of year or like mm-hmm. what brings it about but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the same way I'm like I Sarah I I'm not <laughs> kidding you last year in quarantine I was like and this is no joke I was like 
okay, I want to be an NFL cheerleader, which I tried out for. Mm -hmm. I want to be, I am not kidding when I say this one. Looking back, (laughs) I'm an idiot. I'm like, I want to be one of the girls on Deal or No Deal or The Price is Right that opens up these cases. And how do you even do that? These girls, I looked into it because I was (laughs) so interested. But um, you kind of have to be with like a modeling agency or like a talent agency Mm -hmm. or something. And then they have a casting call or your agent can kind of like book it for you. But I actually found a girl who is from Vegas who I knew from like a friend of a friend on Instagram and she had like a highlight on her Instagram page of like literally it said deal or no deal Mm -hmm. and I went through it and it was like three times a year they fly them to um three times a year they fly them to I think Miami or somewhere in Florida and they film a whole season in a month so and they get paid thirty thousand dollars for the month but it's three times a year. So that's pretty good, I think. Yeah. But she was telling like, and I was even watching YouTubes about it. And she was telling like kind of these horror stories. Not too bad. But she was like, you literally wake up at 3 a.m. every single day. And you stand there in heels. You get no lunch. You get no break. Oh you gosh. film take after take after take. And she was like, it's for a month. Like you don't get any days off. You work like 30 days in a row like I feel like doing that back to back yes Mm -hmm. it would be like exciting to have a new crowd and like Mm -hmm. new contestants and like watch the show like in real life Mm -hmm. but also it would probably get so like you're not really doing anything that's that stimulating you're literally opening a case so you'd probably be like I'm over it and you don't have days off you know like it's not like oh we're in Miami let's all of us girls go out on a Friday night like you have Mm -hmm. to do it every single day and if you're waking up at 3 a.m and you're getting done at like 10 or 11 at night like you don't really have time so it's not really like you're going anywhere to enjoy it it's literally a job yeah but I mean I mean that is nice you could like travel on your uh off months And she was like, I got so many other like small gigs from that, you know, like Mm -hmm. they put your Instagram handle on the TV and it's like on a popular channel. So she was like, you know, I got a lot of followers from it. I made a lot of friends and stuff, but then like it's a contract. And she was like, I uh, went for it the following year and they didn't renew her contract. So like it was a good job for the one year for the three times that she went, but then they didn't renew it. So Mm -hmm. But so interesting, right? That is so interesting. And, you know, I actually, you just made me want to watch Dealer No Deal. Because I haven't <laughs> thought about that show in years. I love that show. No, I used to have, did you ever, like, they sold them at, like, I have it toy stores? No. <laughs> no, I have it on my phone currently. I play it when I go, like, on a, on the airplane. But, but like, they had, like, the ones that weren't even on, like, an app. Like, it was literally, like, a $20 toy, and you bought it, and it was only mm-hmm. Deal or No Deal. It was, like, a Game Boy, but for Deal or No Deal. I have that. No. I played I was obsessed, it. I remember. Oh, another thing that she was saying that I thought was, like, I didn't even think of that. But, like, okay, say you get your hair and makeup done, and you're ready all day. Mm-hmm. Like, or you're ready for the day and say you start the show and they pick your number, like you're the first one, then you can go in the back and you sit down all day. But if you're the last number that they pick, like mm-hmm. if the person goes a long way, I mean, mm-hmm. I think they do more than one like yeah. person's episode a day, but like if you're the first girl getting picked, you can literally go and sit in the back and then you have to watch the show just so you know what's going on. But like the one girl was like, I literally was like the last number to get picked in twice in the same day and she was like I was standing in heels for 16 hours oh you can't move you're probably like back to back 
back oh, to back. Oh my gosh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I would, that's just so random. I never even thought about that really. But that would be really cool. Yeah. So that was just something that I found on my <laughs> career yes. journey. It was like when I was in quarantine, like in the beginning of quarantine last year in like April or whatever, I was like, what do I want to do? I think I would be a good teacher. Do I want to go back to school? Do I want to mm-hmm. get my master's? Do I want to move? Do I want to do this? Do I want to be on deal or no deal? I don't know. Literally. We and are the same person. Because we I are. Do we do this exact same thing. And it can't just be quarantine because we're not in quarantine anymore. <laughs> and here we are. We watched one episode of Selling Sunset. And we want to be real estate agents. Love it. I hope I hope we follow through. <laughs> you know what else? I And this is dead serious. Mm-hmm. I have been thinking about it. I think I want to have a blog. That's fun. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that much different than a podcast, I feel like, other uh-huh. than, like, I feel like podcast is more topic-based, and I feel like a blog is more just about my life and stuff, but uh-huh. I'd kind of want to get paid. Would you pay 70 cents <laughs> to listen to my blog? Uh, yeah, I would subscribe. 70 cents? 70 cents like, a I week. Yeah. Yeah, sign me up. Okay. I'll give you my I'll credit card a, info. <laughs> I'll put a... <laughs> a link see how many people <laughs> would pay to read my blog oh my gosh i'm dead okay so sh- should we get into um something that i've really been wanting to talk about i actually yes. also things that i this is another example of just things that i don't always follow through with but i bought this book <laughs> you okay over there <laughs> yes probably like um literally six months ago and it's been sitting on the shelf Mm -hmm. (laughs) freaking me out with these (laughs) and it's literally been sitting on my shelf this entire time I haven't read it but I saw it on TikTok had to buy Mm -hmm. it of course in the moment but it's why men love bitches and it's not all like you know (laughs) it's not what you think (laughs) it's not what you think but it's kind of like that book that we um read attached like, I feel like you yes. and I sometimes just need a little self-help. Yes. Like, we don't always, we can't always guide each other. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, personally, I feel like I'm the blind lead in the blind. I so feel like I the only guiding is going on is you're guiding me. I, you don't need my <laughs> guidance. You are my <laughs> speed dial. You're my therapist. Yeah, but we, we, we both have our issues. And sometimes yeah. I just feel like we need an outside source. So I feel like this book, like, I I was hoping, honestly, it was going to be a little more revolutionary. I'm only a few chapters in. Uh-huh. But I feel like some of the principles, like, it just depends who you are and, like, I, I don't know. But I feel like you and I are pretty, like, we know, like, a sense of who we are and, like, what we want. And we mm-hmm. have very high standards. Mm-hmm. So I don't always feel like we fall short in that area. But yeah. I feel like it's really good advice to live by, and I feel like other people could benefit from it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think but, that when we read the attachment styles one, uh-huh. and like even though we felt like we were already a certain way and we knew what the book was going to be about, mm-hmm. we learned so much. And I think it was fun that we both like kind of read it at the same time and shared what each of us got out of it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, personally, I, I don't think I'm a secure attachment style. You are. So. Hmm. <laughs> We'll just move on from that. <laughs> okay, next. Um, so anyway, like the main the main point of the book is that they say that men kind of like not necessarily like a classic bitch, like what you would mm-hmm. really think a bitch is, like mean and whatnot. 
mm-hmm. but they like a girl that's like kind of a challenge. So she's not yeah. going to put like everything up front. She's not going to, you know, give a man everything without kind of like she has her own goals, her own purpose, all this stuff. Um, and like one point that I thought was like kind of interesting is, and I like hadn't thought about it this way, is like when a guy, like if a guy's into hunting, he goes hunting and he'll literally spend eight hours of a day like staring at a field with a gun in his hand just mm-hmm. to get like a moose or whatever it is. And then he'll yeah. literally take that moose, moose home. <laughs> Is that the right term? I, I think that it is a moose in that book because I've meese? seen that before. No, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of like a deer. A deer. Okay, right. But either way, I get, I totally get what you're saying. I, I think the book literally said moose. Did you so say meese? <laughs> I'm done if you said meese. Meese, moose, same thing. So anyway, they kill it and then they like bring mm-hmm. it home. I don't know, do people... Do people eat moose? <laughs> I legitimately don't know. But they literally will, like, stuff the animal and put it on their bedroom wall because they're so, like, proud of it. So, this is literally nothing of the note that you had sent me. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to get to the point. Okay. <laughs> I promise. Um, but if we were to bring over a, to a guy, or another guy was to like, bring over mm-hmm. to a guy, a dead moose on his doorstep, mm-hmm. he's going to throw it you know, into the trash or call 911. It's not like, do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if he has to work I for it. I think for our listeners, I'm going to just clear it up a little better. <laughs> just in case you're not following. Just in case there's any confusion. So Uh Sarah had sent me a little bit of the book and what Mm -hmm. I kind of got out of it was like guys spend all of this time like hunting and they're looking for a deer and the perfect deer or whatever and that's the chase. If you Mm -hmm. went out and got it for him or you went out and brought him the deer that he had been looking for and you're like here and brought it on his doorstep, that takes everything away. So if you are just going to you know, get into a relationship and just give everything so easily. Yeah. Then there's no chase and there's no reward. Yeah. You can't put yourself on like a silver platter, like just Mm -hmm. ready for a guy. And especially any guy. You can't, you can't be a cedar. Same thing. Yeah. I feel like over time though, like I feel like it's good because I feel like in some parts of that book, like I've heard other people talk about it and they were like, mm-hmm. you have to play the game. Like you have to make them chase you. And I mm-hmm. feel like maybe to a certain extent, but like if you're in a relationship with someone for yeah. four years, I think the chasing should, should, should end at some yeah. point. Like that's also going to get old. You don't want to have someone chase you forever. But I do mm-hmm. agree that like you can't just give everything up right away and I was actually listening to a podcast another podcast and it was saying just about like because some people want to wait till marriage or some people want to wait to marriage to move in with each other or whatever Mm -hmm. and this one guy was like I've literally been divorced four times and he was like the one thing that I can tell you and he was like I will tell this to my daughters is take it slow and you can't give yeah every quality like every good quality that you have you can't give it all up Mm -hmm. for someone else unless they're literally putting a ring on your finger you know Mm -hmm. and I mean I think to a certain extent that kind of 
certain extent that makes sense because why would someone ever want to put a ring on your finger or take the next step or do you know anything further with you if you're already giving it to them for free just like you know when you first start talking to someone and this happens all the time like I feel like girls get in so deep and they're you know doing all of these things and this man hasn't even said I want you to be my girlfriend like you're in the talking phase yeah like he's probably not even thinking about it He's He's not even thinking about it. What is he doing to even deserve it? That's the thing, too. 100%. Like, he has to be giving what you're also giving him. 1,000%. That's when I feel like you can, I mean, unless it is super early on, but I feel like Mm -hmm. that's a good indicator of, like, oh, okay, so he's doing all this for me. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be, like, a, you know, you're not going to be a good partner. He's not going to want to date you if you're not doing the same thing or at least, like, still giving some of your, you know, whatever you have to offer, too. Yeah. But the book definitely did take it, like, to an extreme. Some things I felt like I I didn't always agree with. And I think it's just because, like, it's such a, like, polarized book. Like, it's literally, like, why men love bitches. Like, it's, like, Uh here's how to be, like, a super strong woman, be super independent. So it was just kind of, like, some of the things were a little too extreme in my opinion. Uh Like, this, I think this is a kind of good idea, but it was basically saying how if you don't really cook for a man until he's, Uh like, you're dating him and then you make him Uh a meal and even if it's literally just like spaghettios or like literally spaghetti with some ragu he's gonna Uh be like wow like he'll be so grateful for the one meal because he's never you've never really cooked for him like it's a special thing right but in the book it literally had a recipe for um wieners and um (laughs) and popcorn and it suggested that if he ever asked you to make like, I don't know if it actually says this specifically, but it says basically mm-hmm. if he you're going to make a meal for him, you should start mm-hmm. out with literally popcorn and salt and wieners in a bun and give that to him. That way he'll just take you out. Like, that was a little far. I mean, I, I'm down for popcorn, mm-hmm. but I feel like that was a little much. But I, I feel like points. the whole point of that, just from what you're telling me and from what I've heard, is just kind of like to not set the expectation too high because if you're dating a guy and it's two Mm -hmm. months in and you're making these you know Mm -hmm. big elaborate meals every night that's going to be expected and you're doing all of that Mm -hmm. you know so soon in like you're not married you're not you know anything with this person yet you're not truly like invested in the time yet I Mm -hmm. feel like if it's only been a couple months and so you're giving you know so much so early on and obviously I feel like this depends on the person because I feel like if as long as it's 50 50 or like each person is giving a hundred percent like you should both be on the same page Mm -hmm. and everything is fine but like if someone is giving giving it their all and doing above and beyond and someone else isn't necessarily doing that Mm -hmm. then I don't think that it's like necessarily a reflection of that person I just think it's like maybe you need to take a step back and not put like all of your eggs in one basket you know yeah I feel like you just have to like value yourself and value your time Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like instead of just being like oh I like this person and they haven't even really qualified for me to mm-hmm. like give them these things, I'm just gonna start giving them because I like them. Whereas mm-hmm. it should be like, what are they kind of doing to qualify for this? Like, if they're, right. you know what I mean? Like, they're mm-hmm. showing me they're invested, they're showing me they're doing this, and then it's like you mm-hmm. kind of gradually do those things. And I feel like that's yeah, just a I, good rule to live by. I think it is too. And I feel like I've seen this with my friends. I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. this happens to a lot of people, myself included. But like, when you get in a really good relationship, you kind of just dive in and you mm-hmm. not just like throw all the rules out the window, but you kind of just don't think about 
outside life and I feel like you have to because at some point like I don't think it's just gonna be all rainbows and butterflies the whole time like I think that you need to always have like your own life and your own standards and your own expectations and and like everything for yourself as well like you can be a good person and you can be giving and loving in a certain way Mm -hmm. to a certain certain extent as long as that's being given back to you yeah and I feel like if you are doing that you're gonna kind of be more apt to like ignore red flags like let's Mm -hmm. say you're even just two months in and you're like you both became obsessed and you like are giving it your all you're obsessed with the relationship if little things start to happen Mm -hmm. and you're already like all in you're probably going to be more like willing to just kind of ignore it or breeze past it even if they're bigger red flags you normally wouldn't Mm -hmm. have whereas if you were like okay I'm gonna keep doing my life I think I like this person but I'm still gonna Mm -hmm. kind of keep taking it slow and then little things start to happen you're not gonna be like oh it's already too late like I already like him so much or whatever Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's so interesting too. And I feel like I've seen so many things on TikTok or like even Kristen Cavallari when she came out with like why her and her husband got a divorce. She was like, honestly, if I could give any piece of advice to like younger people or my daughter, she was like, take it slow. Like with the mm-hmm. right person, it shouldn't be like a rush. There should be no time frame. You should still live your own life because she was like, I felt like I loved him and we were obsessed with each other. And she was like, we got engaged three months in. And she was like, we fought mm-hmm. all the time, called the, called the engagement off. But then I found out I was pregnant. She's like, we got married. So she was like, we rushed everything. And she was like, here we are 10 years later. She's like, I've had to work at a relationship for 10 years. She was like, instead of taking maybe those 10 years to get like super stable and strong and comfortable and and everything. So I feel like that's a really good piece of advice too. And on a TikTok, it said that one thing that like 90% of people do in a relationship is that in the beginning, they don't seem super like not insecure, but like, I don't know. I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but it was Uh like, they don't seem, they seem secure because Uh you're in the beginning of a relationship. But then once you dive in deep and you're with someone for like five or six months, then you realize you have more to lose. So Mm -hmm. then you nitpick and you get upset because you're like, wow, two months in, like this was just a guy I was talking to and I was living my life. He was living his, it was fun. Everything was going great. But six months in, you're fully invested. You're like, I have all of these things that I could lose. Mm -hmm. And you want to hold on so tight to make sure that you don't lose them, that it might actually make the situation worse. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes you just need like time to get to know someone. Like you may not, like know someone until you've seen them in a certain situation Mm -hmm. yeah I I feel like we'll 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 get more into the book and Uh we'll see if there's other things because I feel like every chapter is different I'm only a few chapters in and I think Uh you want to read it too but I think some of the chapters might be like um, you might be able to learn more there might be more to pick out but they're all kind of different so I feel like that's a good one and I feel like it's a good one for everyone to read and I think that it Mm -hmm. has a lot of good topics for girls and just anyone in a relationship in general so yeah yeah so stay tuned for that (laughs) okay I have been dying to know about your update Sarah won't tell me she won't tell me her (laughs) updates anymore because she wants to all save it for the podcast so tell me everything okay so so with um did I come up with like a name for him or did I just say my hinge date I think just my hinge date right yeah we should come up with a name for him though 
I did figure out what his car is. It's a, um, it is like that, whatever you said, a forerunner. So we could call him a forerunner. Okay. Toyota forerunner. Yes, forerunner. Let's call him okay. forerunner. Okay. So, um, basically he had actually gone on like a trip after our date and I feel like we, we maintain texting, but I could just feel myself. And I honestly was like, I don't know if there's something wrong with me because mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I think I left the date feeling like I would go on a second date. I wasn't 100% mm-hmm. sure, like, how I was feeling towards him, but he was, mm-hmm. like, a good guy. Like, the date went well. We had fun. I was like, I would go on a second date, but, like, as, like, the weeks kind of went by, it was only, like, a week and a half, but we were just texting a lot, and I felt like I literally, I'm not kidding, he would text me in the morning, and I would not respond until 7 p.m. Like, I feel like, I don't know if I'm doing self-sabotage or, like, But, like, by choice, or you just are super busy, or... I mean, I I am busy, for sure, but, like, 7 p.m., like, I kind of just felt like it was a chore, and I feel like, not that he was bad to text, like, it was nothing against him, it was, like, a me thing, Mm -hmm. and it's just so weird, and it kind of made me nervous, because I was, like, I feel like in the past, like, even with my friends, with my family, like, I'm just, I've become, like, someone that's kind of hard to communicate with sometimes, like, I don't, Mm -hmm. like, to text that much, and, like, I just never, like, I just haven't, especially recently, I feel like, and I'm just, like, am I, like, I feel like I haven't wanted to text a guy in so long, like, am I gonna, is this always gonna be how I be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it made me a little worried, but I feel like it honestly kind of turned him off. And I, I was feeling as the days were kind of moving on and we were like getting closer to, cause he, he made plans with me kind of in advance cause he was mm-hmm. getting back in town. And as the days were kind of moving closer, I was like, I just really don't know if I'm feeling it. Like I would literally read the text in the morning and then not respond. Like I was being really bad. And then like a few days before the date happened, he had sent me something about his job. Like we were kind of mid conversation and I did not respond at all would you say like sorry so busy at work or no um not really I don't know like so like I think there were a few times where I was like I'm um not really the best texter or like uh so like I think I did say maybe sorry once but this particular time I didn't say anything and we did not text and then it was the day of the date and Mm -hmm. I will read you what he sent me and I don't know I don't know how to feel about it this is kind of why I wanted to save it this is the only so he said Good morning, Sarah. Hope you're enjoying your Saturday off. I am just getting back. Uh, I'm not going to say what he does, so blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to be able to make it tonight because one of my friends tore his ACL on the job, and I'm going to be covering for him. Sorry to cancel plans. I really hate doing that. Hope you have a good weekend. So I think he's lying. <laughs> I mean, it's totally fine because, honestly, like, I was a little relieved. Like, even day of, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm feeling it. Yeah. Like, I felt guilty that I didn't respond, but I was also like, I feel like I'm doing it for a reason. Like, I feel like internally, maybe yeah. I just know I'm not into it and I'm like kind of self-sabotaging and making him, un- you know what I mean? Like not being, Yeah. I don't know, but I think he well, was lying. I don't think, I don't necessarily think he's lying that like that might have 100% happened, but like, uh-huh. why can he not go on a date because someone else tore his ACL? Yeah. Well, like, I feel is like he his caregiver. A- no, it was like. <laughs> no, it was like no. I was being serious. Like, is no, he? he is to, like, it someone cover. he? He had to cover. Oh, oh, at work. Oh, yeah. I thought he was like having to take this man to the hospital <laughs> or like stay with him, and I'm like, You're like okay. who is this man? Yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then the other thing is, 
I think, honestly, he just seems like the kind of guy, like, he's he just seems like such a committed guy. I feel like he would either, like, he might do that, but then he would be like, let me make it up to you, what are you doing Sunday? Or, like, yeah. um, if he really was doing that, like, I feel like he would have followed it up with something. And I just said, like, hey, good morning, no problem, um, mm-hmm. hope you have an easy night or something like that, and then we haven't talked since. So I, mm-hmm. I literally don't think we're going to talk ever again. I mean, maybe not ever again, but I, I don't think we're going to go on a second date. Yeah. I don't know. I feel torn because I feel like I don't necessarily think that he was lying. Like, I think that that uh-huh. might have actually happened. But I also feel like from what you've said about him, he seems like such a good guy that he would follow it yeah, up. Or he would 100%. be like, I'm so sorry. Or mm-hmm. like, can we do it tomorrow? Or can we, like, he would actually reschedule oh, if it 100%. was like you know, I don't know, but also especially I, now that it's like Monday and it, right. it happened on Saturday, that's when we were supposed to hang out, and yeah. kind of when we were texting regularly, it was almost every day. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like we were texting, like we honestly had like very conversations were very spread out, but we were texting on a regular basis, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's how he texts or that's how he is, mm-hmm. and he would have if he was interested, he would have already made plans. Like he literally made plans with me a week in advance. You know what I mean? I feel like, to be honest, if mm-hmm. I was texting someone or, like, I went on a date with someone and they didn't respond from, like, the morning until 7 p.m. and they read it, I would just take that as, like, it's yeah. not a priority or, like, they're mm-hmm. not that into me. And maybe subconsciously that's just how you feel. Like, you want to be into it, but, like, mm-hmm. I feel like – like, I don't think you are the best texter, but I think mm-hmm. it's because you're busy and I feel like whenever you're on your phone you will respond Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't think that's just like how it's going to be for you. Like I feel like if you were genuinely so interested in someone, you would make it a priority to text back. And I think that's with everyone. Yeah. You could be the worst texter in the world and you would still want to keep in contact with someone, you know. Yeah. I feel that way, but it just like I don't know. It it was the weirdest feeling. Like I don't want to say it made me depressed because mm-hmm. I feel like that would be so extreme, but I just felt kind of bad. Maybe it was because like I feel like he did like, like he was what so made sweet. You depressed? Like the that. canceling? No, well, not really. I think it was more so just like even those days when I wasn't res- like responding and I had left him unread, like as more time went on, it just felt more, less appropriate to be like, hey, so sorry I was busy. Like it had been like a day. Like at that point I had made my, like I had waited a whole day. I had read it at 6 a.m., hadn't mm-hmm. responded. Like it just felt like longer and longer I waited. Like it was more of a just like a, a crappy response. Why didn't you respond? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But then like time went, that's why I think I felt kind of bad. Like I felt like I wasn't being a good person, but I also don't owe him anything and I don't think yeah. I should feel, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I could have responded. That would have been nice, but mm-hmm. it was just such a weird feeling. It was like such a weird few days and then, yeah, I don't know, but I feel kind of bad, but I'm also like, I think it was subconscious and I maybe could have brought it up a different way, but I also feel like I just didn't know. I, it was so weird because I really mm-hmm. just couldn't tell if I was that into him. And I think yeah. I was just like, and I feel like I it was know. only one date and it wasn't like mm-hmm. you were purposely like, oh, I see this guy's texting me. Ugh, I don't want to text him back because I feel like if you were genuinely not interested and you knew that you would have said something. So I feel yeah. like you were trying and you were giving it an honest chance. It just wasn't mm-hmm. like something that really sparked your interest to continue to respond to him. And then it wasn't like super upsetting when he canceled the date and you guys probably won't talk again. Yeah. So I feel like it's fine. Like you said, like he was a nice yeah. guy, but you don't really owe him anything. You did try to do the best you could and subconsciously you just weren't into it. Yeah. 
I just don't know if I like before I feel like when I like literally a few weeks ago I was like I want a boyfriend Mm -hmm. I'm ready for a relationship and now after this I'm like I don't know like if I can't even text someone like I mean again I think you are right but I just I feel like I'm still ready to date like even him I would have given him a second date but it's just like maybe if I just think it wasn't the right person for you yeah yeah but nice guy Great nice experience. Guy. God bless. I'm still going to read the book. Maybe that'll be yeah. the next book. Read it. So nice. <laughs> Love it. Do you have any um, updates on life? Any hinge updates? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> on that? On me? I don't know. No, I but you have some, might have some on Gordon. Oh, yes. Okay. So we, re- we had some new matches mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? Let's just be honest. We're just mm-hmm. going to be honest and tell them that it's Bailey and Sarah from Table for Two. Uh-huh. And so he has a date on February 28th, on February 28th with this girl named Taylor. She is cute. She, I feel like, is his type. She's fun. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit younger. But, like, even messaging her and telling her that it was, like, us from Table for Two, she was like, that's so fun. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I love it. Is it too much to go to the date and get some content? <laughs> Let me know. No, I don't is think there's anything wrong with it. To go in the bushes. No, honestly, wait. I think that no, is I, so fun. I think that I'm literally going to plan the date. Ambush the date? And then I'm going to start taking like a story or a video on my phone. And I'm going to say, hi, I'm Bailey from Table for Two. <laughs> I hi, set this so date up. It's strange seeing you here, but. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that date? it would be like funny content and it would be good. And then oh my it would gosh, be we totally should. And by we, I mean you. <laughs> I'm down. I will do it gladly. Like I'm setting it up. I feel like mm-hmm. Gabe could go with me and take a vi- take the video of me, literally walking mm-hmm. to the table and introducing myself and saying like, "Hi, I'm Bailey. I'm the I'm from Table for Two. Like I'm I the one that has been messaging do it you." After interview and see what she has to say. Maybe she'll I give some p- like positive or negative feedback, and we can take that into consideration. I think I should interview both people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be like, Taylor. to start a reality TV show on Instagram. (laughs) How do you think the date went? How do you think, like, this experience was? Like, Mm -hmm. was it fun having, like, a girl be messaging you back and forth or Mm -hmm. whatever? Like, was it what you expected? Was he what you expected? And then same thing for Gordon. Like, ask him if the date was any different when the girl knows that she's being set up versus thinking that and she's talking to Gordon. And just being on like a blind date. Like I just feel like yeah. I would be so intrigued. I I don't know if I can say I've ever been on a blind date. Have you? I mean it's not technically blind because she's seeing but, what he looks like. I know. But never but talking hardly, to them. Yeah. Like he doesn't know her. Like. Yeah. I love it. Same. I, I'm invested. And I feel like um, everybody that listens really enjoyed Gordon and Gordon's mm-hmm. episode and kind of following along. Everyone so, is in. Yeah, I think it's like great. And actually, um, my one of my roommates, like she has a new a friend that moved down here just recently, and he's mm-hmm. been hanging out with us because he doesn't really know people out here. Mm-hmm. And we were drinking wine the other night and just like hanging out. And he literally was like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you guys my hinge, and I want you to go through it and tell me what I need to change. Like, I literally want you to take over." And I was like, "Gladly, yes, <laughs> I, I'm an expert now." You're like, "I Not got really, this." But. I just think people like do benefit from that kind of stuff. Like it's, I do you know too. What I mean, people want it like a new perspective. And yeah. the photos he had on there, I was like, why would you ever choose this one when you have this one? It's just people sometimes don't know, and you know what I mean. Yeah, 
Like, and they weren't so. bad photos that he had before, but it was literally a hundred yards away. He was a speck <laughs> on the photo. I'm like, we need to see your face. We need a close up. Yeah. He mm-hmm. had like good ones on his Instagram. So I do think that that's interesting yeah, he's got some, too. He, he just had a new post. I think he needs to add those ones. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, some fresh content. I'll edit it. <laughs> but yeah, I think that because he's been super busy lately too. So, like, I felt mm-hmm. bad. I was literally like, Gordon, when's your next day of availability? And he's like, February 28th. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is two weeks away. But that girl is so cool and so chill about it. And I feel like that's exactly someone that we need, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, someone who's down for it, someone who thinks it's fun. And like, sh- she was like, February 28th, love it. I'm in. Yeah, she's like marking on my calendar. I'll be there. So I feel like she's definitely a good one. I feel like we have three other matches on there right now. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like me, back and forth talk. They, I, they agreed I tried to, to dates, go in but on the weekend, and mm-hmm. I, I feel <laughs> tried to bad. put in some time on the clock. <laughs> I, I tried to put in some hours on the clock, but let me tell you, I don't know. I think it's because I don't know Gordon as well, maybe as you do. And, mm-hmm. like, maybe that just makes me feel weird. I just don't want to say something and then it be, like, totally yeah. turn the person off. And then, you yeah. know what I mean? I talk like a girl. I don't know how to be a well, guy. Same. Like, I really yeah. don't. And I just, no, I no. literally sat there and somebody literally said hi. And that's what I say <laughs> as my opener every time I ever <laughs> match with a guy. So, God I, bless his soul. Hey. But I was like, I don't, I don't know what to say back to that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm in the same boat. That's why I feel like honestly, it might be easier if we just say, yeah, I think who I think we are from a, here a on out. Just, just throw it on there right within the first match, and then if she wants to know more, it's not like we're pretending. Like I can be a girl all day long. <laughs> yeah, I've done it my whole life. <laughs> totally. Well, Love the date it. is Sunday, so yeah, we will see. Stay tuned. I will be posting when I crash the date. I hope you do. I'm, I'm going honest, to. I hope you do. I I'm hope going you go to. Live. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Table for Two Pod. Bye.